Well, welcome everybody. Pastor Tim Carson here, Christian Center Shreveport Daily Podcast. We start another week. Israel at war. We've been called to be a watchman for Jerusalem. And today we want to talk about the month we just entered into, the Hebraic month of Heshvan. A very important month in the spirit and explains a lot of what is happening in the world right now. All right, let's tune in. They will give no sleep to their eyes until God establishes grace. There will be no peace in their nights until the Lord makes Jerusalem a praise. He has sworn it by his strength. Tell Jerusalem is a praise in all the earth. That is our responsibility. 318 Company, thanks for joining us today. It is the 23rd day of October 2023. We're pressing in to what the Lord's saying in this hour. And today we're going to speak of the Hebraic month, Heshvan, which we didn't, I usually try to do it right at the beginning of the month, but because of the war in Israel, I was not able to record that, so I thought I'd pick up on it today because I think it's very prophetic of where we are in the battle of what is occurring in the land of Israel today. Uh, This month speaks to that, and I think prophetically we have to align with that. It's very interesting because, you know, we're reading our daily Bible reading, a Torah portion, and right now we're, we well, last week we were in the portion of the flood and Noah, uh, the days of Noah, we know that we're entering into those days. When they asked Jesus when he had returned, he said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be at the end of the age and the coming of the Son of Man. So what are we seeing now? Wars, rumors of war, weaponry beyond belief. These are some of the things that was part of Noah's day. Every man's heart was intent on evil. We're seeing that. Nobody can fathom the evil that was perpetrated against Israel on October 7. I mean, what kind of person thinks about cutting the heads off of babies and, and burning bodies, tying them together and then burning them, raping women, young and old? That, that is not, that's evil. That's demonic. That's, that's Satan himself possessing somebody. I'm not here to excuse the people who did it. I'm just telling they were possessed, whatever they did in their life, to open themselves to that. No curse comes to somebody like that without a cause. Well, they just live in a bad neighborhood or bad nation, and therefore that's why they're under. No, they submitted their flesh. Romans 1 says that all man is without excuse. So as we are in a season of war, you know, uh, Chuck Pierce said it uh, Saturday. He was speaking at his prophetic conference. He said, this is a season of war. Do not pray for peace right now because God has brought us into a season of war. That's where we are. And to pray for peace right now is wrong. You can pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We are always told to do that. But peace in the battle of this, no, God's trying to finish this. We're trying to cut the head of the serpent off here so that we can move forward. 
do not be caught up in the propaganda of, of saying that they shouldn't do this because of the innocent people. Now, look, there's always innocent people. There's innocent people at 9-11 just worked in that building when it fell. Things are like that. I'm not here to justify. I wouldn't want my family member to die. I get it. But the fact is there's, there's something going on here that's bigger than what we are looking at in the natural, and we have to hear the Spirit. The serpent's head has to be cut off. God has the ability to determine who's innocent and who's guilty, who can be saved and not be saved. That's why it says in Romans chapter 1 that we're all without excuse. So when somebody would die, let's say somebody dies in, in Gaza or in Israel, and they did not know the Lord, they come before the Lord and say, Lord, well, because I was in a war, uh, I shouldn't have to suffer the consequences of not being born again. The Bible says there's no excuses. In other words, he would have presented himself to them in whatever way he could as Savior before they die. That's the goodness of God. That's the justice of God. So the month of Heshvan is, is this very important month in the biblical calendar, and it, it coincides with October-November, where we are on the, our calendar, and the Bible refers to this month as Bul in First uh, Kings 6.38, at B-U-L, meaning rainy. However, following Israel's Babylon exile, the name was changed, and Heshvan is often referred to as uh, Marheshvan, which the prefix Mar means bitter. And I think this speaks to where we are. It said that Heshvan is bitter because there are no festivals or holy days in this month. And it's a tradition in, in the Jewish faith to rejoice on the holy days. However, because this has no holidays, there's no rejoicing, and that's why it's referred to as bitter, or a bitter month. Now, thank God, we are believers in Yeshua, Messiah, and we can rejoice at all times. That's what Paul said. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again, I say rejoice. I think the people of Jewish faith should do that anyway. But this is where they are. That's what Judaism teaches them. And so Heshvan is called Kadesh Bul, which means B-U-L, which Kadesh means month. And Heshvan comes from the Hebrew Mabul, which means the flood. Ooh. So the month of Heshvan is associated with the great flood, the global judgment which Noah and his family endured. I had a dream last year. I think I shared about 17, the number. The Lord told me to watch the number 17. I do a war. Uh, I remember there was uh, so much on that word about that, about war. And the 17th of Heshvan was the beginning of the great flood that took place in the time of Noah. And according to tradition, God had chosen to destroy his creation because mankind had become wicked, right? And chose to turn away from God, I believe, and this is my, my belief, that what's going on in Israel and the world, but Israel's a type and shadow of it, is the Lord judging both sides. He's not judging uh, just the Jews or just the Palestinians, Hamas. He's judging everybody right now. The Lord told me clearly we are in a sheep and goat moment like never before. We are always in sheep and goat moments. 
But right now, God is identifying who's really sheep. There was grace for the goats for a season, but now God says, no, it's time to expose. That's why we don't pray for peace right now when God is revealing the chaff between the wheat. And this is what God is doing right now. And this month declares that. God looks at man and he says, hey, I'm, I'm upset. I'm, I'm a member in that story. He said, I'm sorry, I made man. But it says he remembered Noah. And that's where the grace of God stays on the earth because of us, people who believe in covenant. And so the only thing keeping God from destroying the world, leading to Armageddon, et cetera, et cetera, is because of the believers. I had that dream. I shared it with you. The only thing keeping darkness back in Israel is the believers, the intercession, being in the land, standing, holding back darkness. See, Noah and his family discovered that the waters of the flood had completely receded on the 27th day of Heshvan. Just over a year later, on the following day, Noah built an altar and he made an animal sacrifice to God. And Noah gave thanks to God for his mercy and his goodness shown to him and his family. After this, God swore that he would never again bring flood upon the earth to destroy mankind. He then placed the rainbow in the sky as a sign of his covenant with the world. That's in Genesis 9. Now think about that right now. The rainbow has been hijacked, and one of the greatest places it's been hijacked is in Israel. The gay pride parade in Tel Aviv is, I think, it's the most attended parade in all the world. Rick Joyner had a dream that a, a nuclear bomb hit a wicked city in Israel. And he didn't know what city it was, but when he talked to Messianics and others, they said that surely has to be Tel Aviv. It's the most wicked city in all of Israel. I'm talking about in, on the Israel side. I'm not talking about in, in, on the Palestinian side. And the word was it was going to come against Israel. So <laughs> it's this place where God is frustrated. And this month, I believe the Lord's grieved. I shared that with you. Some of you have been following us. The Lord told me that when President Biden and his team went to meet with Israeli leaders, the political leaders, the Lord was deeply grieved at our president and what he told them and what he was pushing in the agenda he's pushing in there. We have been praying for crop failure to everything that our administration told them to do that's not of the Lord. And I believe much of it wasn't of the Lord. That's my take. But I'm just telling what I know, what the Lord seems to be showing me and our team. And so in this moment, we have to say this moment was a month that was known for judgment. So God remembered Noah and the animals, and he made the wind to pass over the earth. As a result, the flood waters began to disappear. Thank goodness for that. In addition, the rain stopped falling. The water stopped flowing from underneath the earth. That's in Genesis 8. And through Noah and his family, humanity was given a new beginning. So here we go. Number eight in the Bible, usually we, we tie that to new beginnings. It's a reset, if you ask me. Uh, because it's really, you know, seven and you start over. I get the new beginning part, but it's just, it's just a beginning. It's more than a new new, uh, new beginning. It is a, a it's not, a new beginning sounds like you're, you're adding on to something. But the fact is, it's a beginning. 
That's a better way of putting it. Therefore, in this month, Peshvan, it's an opportunity time to ask God for a fresh start. Forget the past, putting the things behind, press forward to the mark of calling the high, high calling of Christ, which is right before us. So in addition, it's a good time to remember the covenant that we have with the Father through Christ by faith that we can believe God to open new doors and fulfill his purpose that he has for our lives. That's the word for this year, right? Open doors. So here we are. God, I think, is judging the hearts of men around the world, not just in Israel. Uh, I'm finding out people that I didn't know I was connected with are totally embraced and engaged in replacement theology. We are finding nations right now. The church is divided, sometimes 50-50, standing with Israel, standing with the other side. And if you stand for Israel, they're against you. In the church. I'm not talking about in the world. In the church. Now, countries are going crazy. Britain, uh, mass rallies, 100,000 people, mass rallies against Israel. On and on it goes. You're seeing this all around the world. So what God is doing is revealing everything that's hidden, and, and Israel is the litmus test. Chuck Pierce always taught us this. He said that all racism is, it begins in anti-Semitism. I promise you, if you really look into it, anybody you know is a real racist is almost always an anti-Semite. They don't like Israel. They don't like the Jewish people. Because they're the first people group we really see through Scripture of a people that were targeted anti-against because of, their, of who they were. Just not because they did anything wrong, just because of who they were as a Jewish people. And racism is based on that. You don't like somebody just because of who they are, whether it's the color of their skin or whatever, their faith, their religion, you're, you're racist toward them. And so right now, God is trying to reveal everybody that's like that. You need to know who's who in the zoo, as I say. Who is on which side? You need to know that. And right now, God is in a season of revealing. So God revealed as a sign of his covenant that this is a month of covenant. And this is a time, a month with, that, that we believe it's reserved for Messiah. And it would bring us into a new place in him. And so we're praying for the world. We're praying for Israel. But we're also praying for the new beginning or the new start or the reset, whatever you want to call it, of this month for all of us as well. So as we close out this podcast, this is a month connected to the fragrance of myrrh. So it's a sense of the smell come alive inside of you. Did you smell the goodness of God? Did you taste and see that he's good? Father, I pray everybody listening to this podcast today that, Lord, as we start a new month right now, it's a season of war. It's not a season of peace. But as we go into it, we go into it with grace that comes only from you. Father, you're a good God. And you're going to take care of people. I speak open doors and new beginnings to everybody who's listening to this podcast today. Strength and power, honor and glory goes to you, Lord. But now let your glory fall upon us. In this month, be with Israel, cover them, and may your will be done. Lord, protect those that need to be protected. And come and cut the enemy's neck off that needs to be cut off. In the name of Yeshua, amen and amen. Well, thanks for listening each and every day here on our Daddy Podcast from Christian Center Report here in Louisiana. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any comments or you'd like to uh, ask for prayer or anything, you can go to our app for sure, 
We take prayer requests there. We pray for you. Don't forget, you can always write us an email, info at christiancentershreveport.com. That's our website. And you can give there. You can find all that we're doing there. Our app is a more applicable place to go because we put more information on that, as well as much media content as we can put up so that you'll have resources to navigate through this season. Thank you, each and every one of you, for sowing and praying and standing with us. And may God bless you and may his strength be upon you in the days ahead. Shalom, shalom. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you guys.